0: Everybody knows that in 2020, community is one of the best ways to build defensibility within a startup. Unfortunately, there are still many tools that are needed to be used in order to run a successful community that's engaging, right? You want to have a newsletter for community? Great, it's Substack. You want to have a discussion board? Great, maybe it's Notion. You want to have events? It's Eventbrite. You want to have an actual software? Maybe it's Slack or Circle. But it wasn't until now that all of these tools and use cases are pulled into one tool but today's sponsor for forward-thinking founders has done just that addition.so has taken all these parts of community building put it under one platform so you don't have to focus on community ops all you have to focus on is community building so if you are sick of stitching together all these different tools to build a community but you want to have one you want to have a thriving community for your startup for your creator career then give addition.so a try right now there is a waitlist to get in but if you go to addition.so slash forward thinking you'll be able to be bumped up to the top give the platform a try and use community to all the benefits that it has so if you're sick of using 17 different tools serving your community head to addition.so slash forward thinking and get started today now let's get into today's episode All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Avni Patel-Thompson, who's the founder of Modern Village. Welcome to the show. How's it going?
1: Thanks for having me. It's going great.
0: Awesome. I'm really looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Modern Village, can you kind of share what it is and what you're working on?
1: Absolutely. So with Modern Village, um, what I'm um, and what we're setting off to build is try to figure out how can technology lighten the load of everyday parenting. Um, I've been on this journey of building technology kind of products and solutions for parents um, going on about five years now and can certainly talk about that journey, um, which started with my previous company, Poppy. But really, it's about exploring uh, what are the things that modern families, modern parents need to be, uh, you know, to be able to have careers, to have, um, you know, families, all the different things that we're juggling, especially right now during COVID. um, How do we make that work? And what is the role of technology in
0: it? So if someone was to kind of, you know, go to your website, try it out, kind of learn more about this, um, kind of what what, is it kind of a set of products? Is it education? Is it all of that? Can you kind of walk me through a little bit in, you know, what the experience is as someone that kind of uses or, um, you know, tries out Modern Village?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So right now we've been over the last um, five or six months, we're still um, relatively early in our journey. And so we've been Building and iterating with a small kind of closed beta group, but what the experience is, is um, how do we use, um, what is the role of technology in our homes and running our families? And so right now, this is a role that is typically done by mostly uh, mothers and women um, in very ad hoc ways with no tools that actually support it. And the way that I like to articulate it is, you know, we have um, all these incredible collaboration tools for every team that we're on, frankly, except for our most important ones, our families. And so we need these dedicated tools, this, these dedicated um, collaborative um, kind of aspects to be able to run our families with our partners, our caregivers, all this um, kind of stuff are essentially our modern village, if you will. Um, It's the the part that I find missing is we need something akin to a family OS, an operating system that all of the rest of um, our lives sits on top of. And that's what, um, but, you know, having said that, you know, that's a complicated thing. That's a lot of terrain. And so what we've been trying to do over the last six months is say like, well, okay, what does that mean and how does it show up in our users lives and so we did Y Combinator at the beginning of this year, used that explicitly to um, aggressively experiment and iterate on what that might look like. Um, we launched a beta two weeks before uh, COVID really hit. And so frankly, um, what, we've been, um, what we've been doing is, in using my family as, an, um, as a first example, both my husband and I uh, run companies. We have a six and an eight year old, so both early grade school kids. Um, You know, when we got hit with no childcare, all the meals, all the things, um, really, you know, in in an interesting way, my family was the first to solve for, which is like, again, what is the role of software in making sure we're still afloat with handing off childcare, making sure they're doing their Zoom lessons, all their classes, all that kind of stuff. And so the last four months, um, that's what we've been building and uh, just launched our first uh, product called Milo um, a couple of weeks ago. And essentially what it is is that it's um, certainly this like what you would call a collaboration hub or productivity software essentially built for families and the the way that um, they run. So it sits on top of calendars. It's the one place that all kind of to-dos and reminders and all that kind of stuff um, goes. But then in recognition that we don't want like one more thing to have to manage, we have um, sort of like an SMS um, kind of texting assistant, if you will that makes it um, a little bit easier and lighter and so hence the name Milo. Um, It feels like someone has my back so that I've got an easy way to be able to manage all the incredible complexity of the information, the schedules, um, what are we going to be doing this weekend on a fun kind of um, standpoint, all of that stuff. Uh, I've got support now to be able to do that super important job while frankly I'm also doing my other job of uh, running and building a company, and so this is the th- that's what it looks like right now um, for our beta users. They come on, um, we have them uh, create an account. We learn a little bit more about them. How old are their kids? What are their biggest challenges? For some folks, it ends up being things like meal planning, uh, which is just exhausting. I mean, people have like kids have to eat. Everyone has to eat. We want it to be healthy. We want to turn mealtime into family time. Uh, what does that all look like? For other folks, it's honestly just the sheer logistics of their, they don't have outside help. And so it's, um, you know, the two parents uh, just trading off uh, childcare and, uh, you know, all the Zoom and the remote learning. And so we really try to understand what the most important pieces are for them and then customize uh, the experience for um, exactly for their, what their needs are. And uh, the Milo aspects um, just kind of sit on top where we text them and say, hey, what looks like help this week? So that's what the experience is right now.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, congrats on the progress so far um, and, you know, getting getting the product out. I'm curious for you, as you're running this this, this beta, um, you know, back when you were doing YC and today, um, what are some things that you've learned throughout doing the beta? Um, and I guess one in particular is I have to imagine that you're probably getting pulled in many different directions. Oh, build this. I need help with this. Here's a challenge. Have you, have you thought about this? How do you prioritize what to build um, when all of it is probably necessary but there you can only do one at a time how do you know what to build next
1: yeah it's such a great question um and i think frankly like uh you know for anyone that's been um paying attention to what's going on across the country right now especially during the summer where there was the rise of what you would call like pandemic pods or learning pods really in recognition of the fact that in many places um schools were not going to be opening that you know the the, the cities weren't in a place where um, you know f- folks felt like that could be uh, done safely and so there was um given that um and this goes back to kind of poppy days which is i've ha- long had the belief that what makes modern parenting work is coming back to what is the modern version of our safety nets our backups our villages and uh, poppy uh, was the version of that was that we helped uh, folks find and vet actual child care providers that lived within our communities and then we built a platform to be able to match and schedule them to parents when they had gaps in care that turned out to be then a two sided marketplace with um, you know um, service which is like Um, having people on both sides, and it's just a very complicated kind of business model to be be able to build out at scale. But the incredible thing that was very apparent, which is like, what is the role of community and collaboration, um, multifamily collaboration, and I've always believed that there's uh, strength there. So fast forward, and we're building Modern Village from a software standpoint, and there's the rise of these pods, which essentially is multifamily collaboration. Um, We did feel a strong pull to say, hey, why don't we put um, sort of this family OS on pause, and then kind of go explore and build out a little bit more of the multi-family uh, collaboration? Because in in a way, it is collaboration, and that's what we're building with the family OS: the ability to collaborate within our households. Um, And so it was for some period of time, it's really hard to understand, especially when you've got such massive shifts happening, uh, what you should be focusing on. Because on one hand, that could be your path to uh, big markets, big shifts and big um, growth. But on the other hand, um, you know, it could take you away from your focus and what you know is kind of the path to what you're building. And so I guess my answer to this is I've always had to have sharpness on which problem we're solving. I think there. I think you um, said this already. There's a lot of big problems. There's childcare. There's education. There's you know, and we're talking about big, meaty societal kind of problems. And so any of those are worthwhile. I think the thing for me is that without the focus, uh, none of it is relevant and none of it gets done. And so for me, again, there's tons of incredible people that are doing content. There's tons of incredible people that are tackling like um, now, like what truly, what are models that can make childcare kind of work. I think for me, where I see that there isn't as much and where, frankly, I have like the most heart for is what is the infrastructure? What is the software that actually enables us to do some of this stuff? There's a lot of conversation around like, you know, is this person um, in the relationship pulling their weight or not? And I think there's a lot of validity there, but where my point of view comes in, which is like, I don't think te- technology or software is doing it's pulling its weight. Um, so if you were to think about like, you know, let's say there's 20 hours in a week, uh, that is spent on household logistics and things like that. That, frankly, everyone's just kind of muscling through with post-its and text messages and emails. Um, can we take technology? And what I mean by that, in a very specific um, example, is that everyone's got calendars. Can we connect my husband's calendar and my cl- calendar up with something that is like a planner to figure out pickups and drop-offs? And then instead of me using my like valuable cognitive um, uh, brain power to be able to see where's the conflict and who should do morning pickup and um, uh, evening pickup we can just write the logic to say, okay, there's a conflict here and this is the best suggestion for like what the schedule might be. That's actually relatively like low hanging fruit for what I'm, I'm talking about. And so if you take that 20 hours, why don't we have the ambition to cut that into half at least? So now that we're only talking about 10 hours, now let's talk about, you know, divvying those 10 hours up between my husband, myself, uh, my mom, our nanny, Uh, Now, what you've taken a load that used to be 20 hours just on me, and now I'm getting like two or three hours. Now that feels life changing, but that cannot happen unless we're building the technology to cut it from like that 20 down to the 10. And so that's a lot of like my focus. Um, And while there are a lot of different things out there, um, for me, using that focus is what's helped us kind of go through YC, all these different iterations. We're still super early, but um coming back to and being very intentional about like which problem you're solving i think helps then uh be more aggressive on the solutions that might then solve that problem
0: and as you kind of zoom out um and you know ten thousand feet take a look at kind of the path ahead um what would you say kind of that path ahead looks like or i guess in other words if you were to look out five years ten years into the future Um, What's the big vision uh, for Modern Village and and what could this look like, you know, you know, when you get there?
1: Absolutely. So um, I think about that in a couple of different ways. Um, If we think about instead of using my brain as the central repository for all the information, I think of that happening in some um, centrally accessible place. Um, So that, again, my husband, me, whoever I need to have that information can equally access it. We're also talking at some level if you know, for folks that come from uh, work kind of or enterprise software, like permissioning. So if I have a new sitter or a neighbor's helping out, I can permission information around like bedtime routines or like, you know, the emergency contacts or whatever that might be in time. Like, you know, we've got smart locks. Um, having, if we go away someday, <laughs> again in the future, um, having a neighbor be able to check on things, you know, all of that information we can have in one central place that we're not, you know, texting around or putting on pieces of paper. And so um, in the future, that will just be like, you know, common sense and kind of like baseline. Um, The other aspect is uh, we can build something. And what we're trying to build is that it anticipates what my needs are in the way that I am running or we are running our family and raising our girls. And so, you know, if I've got... Um, a kid who's about to start school, I don't know what I don't know. And that's one of the hardest things about um, parenting, which is yes, we're talking about logistics and schedules and things like that. Frankly, the the load or the, the burden that feels the heaviest is this kind of emotional labor, um, this I don't know if I'm doing a good enough job, I don't know what I don't know, and how do I think about or how do I anticipate around corners? It's actually a burden that a lot of founders feel, right? Until you grow into that kind of phase, you really don't know if you're doing right by everything that you ought to be doing right by. And so as a parent, you feel that doubly. And so I think about, you know, Not to be trite, but like if you think about the right data and you think about serving your people and you understand their needs, their values, all that kind of stuff, now I can anticipate that, hey, you're a type of family that, let's use an example for this fall, like does holiday cards usually. I love doing something like that. We've lived in a lot of different places, and so that's one simple connection in the year that I feel that we're connected to all the amazing people that we know. Um, but I, inevitably, I always forget, it's already October. If I was really on top of things, I would start thinking about it right now. I need someone to have my back to anticipate the fact that this, our family does this thing, and um, you know, how do we make that kind of easier over time? So, you know, we can build systems that not only anticipate needs, but make things a lot easier. So if we need to like, you know, um, g- get the kids uh, dentist appointments, I'm not again, Googling for that phone number. It's already in one central place that makes it super easy. Um, either parent, either like our nanny or my mom could also do it just again, because the information is there and you're not accessing it to me, uh, tying it to me. And then the last piece is that, um, I don't know, I've always felt this, uh, even with Poppy, our, our job is to make something that feels heavy, not only just light, but I want to push for delight and I want to make it feel delightful. Um, And I think that's an interesting thing, even as um, as you build a team and you have them aspiring to build um, things that can be hard and navigate things that are hard, is that we're not just shooting for kind of like average or baseline, we're shooting for delight, which makes it, it almost opens up different things that you might not otherwise consider, Um, Because it requires, like, just tearing things down um, and building them up in kind of new ways. And so when I think about five years from now, um, I think about the new things that we will have built that we're not papering over, um, we're not digitizing just things that we do sort of in an analog way, but we're really opening up new ways to... To recognize that, like, again, parenting happens in lots of different ways right right now. And it isn't certainly isn't like the traditional structures. Um, And so, you know, in five years, we're going to be able to have built the infrastructure to be able to do that.
0: And to make that happen, um, you know, it's a large vision. It's very impactful, but you'll need some help along the way, right? Like every startup needs help to get there. And luckily, we have a whole group of listeners that are here ready, ready to help. So my question for you is how can the Forward Thinking Founders community help you? Are you hiring, looking for families, customers, users, looking for investors? Um, how can the, How can the community assist?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're always hiring. Right? So, um, you know, right now our team is very much like a very classic um, kind of uh, technology or software company, uh, absolutely hiring on engineering side, um, certainly like design product, um, always looking for the right folks that not only um, are incredible at the work that they do, but share mission. Um, again, we, that isn't a throwaway word for me again, having built two companies, um, over this space, it's very much central to what we do. And the reason that, um, everyone shows up to do the work. Um, and so that's, those are the main places that we're kind of hiring, but then of course, Given that we're also um, doing stuff in presenting like the best solutions or ideas or tools and templates and things like that. uh, We also think about, um, you know, folks that have experience in building community. And so if anyone has um, that and wants to learn more, um, you know, absolutely please reach out. It's Avni at modernvillage.com. You can also, I talk a lot about this stuff on Twitter um, and you can follow me at a uh, Patel Thompson. Uh, But yeah, for me, In general, this is about um, shining light on a space that absolutely uh, should have so many solutions, should have so many options for parents to choose from. And so in general, um, you know, whether it's our beta users um, that are super early and really engaged in wanting to provide feedback, we're absolutely, um, you know, looking for folks like that. But then also for investors, um, a lot of them actually happen to be investors who want to be... Um, building that they believe in supporting the solutions that they want to see as well. And so um, from that standpoint, um, we've also built an incredible um, kind of investor set as well. So um, yeah, I I think the biggest thing for me is that support can look like a lot of different things, uh, whether it is joining the team, uh, investing, or just frankly, like uh, supporting and being a vocal um, proponent of innovation in this space.
0: And you mentioned it once, but just to make sure that we, that, that people hear it, if they want to reach out, if they're interested in what you're doing, what's your website? Um, you know, can they find you on Twitter? And, and one more time, what's your email if someone wants to kind of get in touch?
1: Absolutely. So our website for Milo, the product that I just mentioned that we uh, just launched is hellomilo.io. Um, and folks can um, sign up there. Um, right now it's on the wait list and we're pulling people off as uh, quickly as we can. Um, if you want to reach out directly and find if, figure out um, opportunities, um, either hiring or otherwise, it's avni, A-V-N-I, at modernvillage.com. And then lastly, if you're just interested in the space and, you know, my pontifications on the topic, uh, you can also uh, follow me on Twitter uh, um, at Thompson.
0: All right. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me.